0: Save an additional 50% off your first month. That's puretalk.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N. Well, we're coming to your city. Gonna play our guitars and sing you a country song. We'll all be flying higher than a jail liner. And if you want a little bang in your yin-yang, come along.
1: The legal pleadings filed by uh, David Weiss now give a very strong whiff of a russian intelligence
2: operation that first hour of this much anticipated testimony was the nail in the coffin to what is a complete bogus and
3: sham impeachment inquiry this is a a hemispheric shift right. northward it's a crisis on multiple levels in multiple places
0: Forty-nine days left till the presidential election. Yeah, we're coming to your city. Gonna play our guitars and sing you a country song.
2: From coast to coast. From border to border. From sea to shining sea. Sean Hannity is on.
0: All right, hour two, Sean Hannity Show. Thank you, Scott Shannon. Toll free our numbers, 800 941 Sean. You want to be a part of the program as we come to you from our southern border. We're in Texas. Hannity tonight at Shelby Park, Eagles Pass. You don't want to miss it. President Trump, Greg Abbott will be with us. Ted Cruz had been planned to be a part of the program. Uh, He unfortunately had to stay for votes that Chuck Schumer called. He really wanted to be here. We really wanted him here. Uh, He's done a lot of great work for exposing what's been going on at the border from the very beginning uh, two other people that have been literally voices in the wilderness, seemingly, especially among the media mob, uh, Sarah Carter, Fox News contributor and Mark Morgan, former FBI and former acting CBP uh, commissioner, uh, both talking about what these former top FBI officials. This is when the FBI was the world's premier Law Enforcement Agency, which I would argue it no longer is, uh, actually meant something. They have called this an invasion of military-aged men. That's what they call it. Nearly 10 million illegal immigrants that Joe Biden has allowed in. Uh, He's been telling us for three straight years, the border's secure. The border's closed. The border's secure. He said it. Vice President Harris said it. Secretary of Homeland Security uh, Alejandro Mayorkas has said it. We've also heard it from, let's see, Colleen Jean-Pierre and Circleback Jen Psaki. We've heard it from everybody. They've all been lying to you. And that has now suddenly evolved into, this is a Republican's fault. They won't help me. I've done everything I could possibly do, Joe Biden said. He actually said that. I have the tape. Matter of fact, let me play this tape for you because it's nothing but another Biden lie. Like three years, the border's secure, the border's secure, and the border's closed.
4: Have you done everything you can do with executive authority? Or is there more you can do? Absolutely not all I can do. give me the
5: power. I've asked for the very day I got it off. Give me the border control. Give me the people, give me the people to judges. Give me the people who can stop this and make it work
0: less. All right, joining us now uh, is Sarah Carter, Fox News contributor, Mark Morgan, uh, former FBI and former acting CBP commissioner. Uh, thank you both for being with us. You know, Sarah. I've been pointing out the countries that people are coming from. You, you have chronicled that. You chronicled the fentanyl, the opioid crisis. You have chronicled the the perilous journey where young women are being raped uh, on a regular basis. You have chronicled the human trafficking, women sold into prostitution. Nothing seems to have uh, penetrated in terms of the knowledge of the biden administration but we have nearly 10 million unvetted illegal joe biden immigrants in this country and i guarantee you among them are people that probably have terrorist ties that would plot plans scheme another 9 11 or worse on our country uh last night you did a report for hannity and i i think you met people from what paraguay and if i'm not mistaken india where did you meet people from yesterday
6: oh everywhere in the world sean i mean i was on the border in Arizona, in Sassabay, Arizona. And this is interesting, because nearly 20 years ago, I was in Sassabay. I went into Sassabay, Arizona. I was with a group called Grupo Beta with the Mexican government. And that was when the Sinaloa cartel and Los Zetas were fighting. I mean, those border wars were very evident. You could hear the gunfire. And I thought to myself, it can't get any worse than this. And now it is so far worse. 20 years later, I'm standing on the same border and I'm watching as people from Africa, from Guinea, from Pakistan, from India, and these are allegedly from these parts of the world, and they're coming across and they're pouring in, and they're coming from Ecuador, of course, Honduras, South America, other other areas of Africa other than Guinea, um, the Dominican, and it's just... Hundreds and hundreds of people pouring in, and they are not being properly vetted. And, you know, Sean, I covered the war in Afghanistan after 2001, after the horrific 9-11 terror attacks. Um, I spent years, over eight years, covering the war there and in Iraq. It's America's longest war. One attack. One attack on 9-11. That multiple attacks in the United States. But that one attack brought us into 20 years of warfare, right, overseas. And now we have the Biden administration, whose policy was to leave this border wide open for the last four years, overturn all of President Trump's executive orders, everything that he put in place to keep it closed, instead leaving it wide open so that people from all over the world can not only pour in, but so that they can disappear into the fabric of America. We have no idea who they are. We can't even properly vet them. And then we have two million known gotaways and then gotaways that we don't even know about. So, like I said last night on your show, you know, the intelligence community is saying it's not a matter of if, it's just a matter of when, and they're preparing for it, and that's why the FBI, and I'm sure my good friend, Mark Morgan will be able to go into detail about that. But it's the reason why the FBI and retired FBI agents, as well as U.S. intelligence officials, are saying this is absolutely a dereliction of duty. It's putting everybody's life in danger. This is a national security threat, and it's a humanitarian crisis on top of that. You mentioned all the horrors that have happened to these poor women and children that have had to face. The cartels and these human traffickers on this dangerous journey to america and sean it's it's so frustrating because i'm here in brownsville right now i'm not too far from you i'm about well about 300 miles far. by the way if
0: joe wants to come over and be a part of the show tonight i'm <laughs> i'm sure president trump wouldn't mind
6: i'm sure he wouldn't mind at all i mean he would have every reason to have a great argument with him i mean and, and hold him accountable look nobody wants in this administration to be held accountable. And they think, you know, don't believe your lying eyes. They think we're, we're gonna buy into these lies. This was Biden's policy. This is Biden's policy. This is his administration's policy. This is what he has put America through. And by the way, uh, the responsibility relies on them. They haven't tried to stop this. We've never seen more deaths of migrants than we have in the last four years. Of the Biden administration and Biden who is very close to the United Nations and doesn't mind giving the UN a ton of money the UN has said this is the most dangerous border crossing in the world so they have to take that into account as well
0: let's bring in Mark Morgan and by the way Sarah Edmark reported a part of a new project called Border 911 Uh, Mark you know what it was like under President Trump you know what it's like today Um, every policy that was working stay in Mexico, building the border wall, uh, agreements with, with, with countries like Guatemala and, and many others, uh, that would have prevented people from coming here. Uh, they basically have all have been rescinded under Joe Biden, but now all of a sudden after lecturing us that the border is safe, the border is secure for three years. Now it's now become, well, I've done everything I can do, but the Republicans won't help me, which is nothing but a lie. He doesn't need any help. He, he got rid of the, uh, the, the Trump policies with the stroke of a pen. He can bring them back with the stroke of a pen.
2: The, Sean, look, I, I couldn't have said it better myself. In the first 100 days, President Biden enacted 94 executive orders that dismantled and destroyed the complete network of tools, authorities, and policies we had in place under President Trump that had led to the most secure border in our lifetime. You just mentioned a couple of key ones. The silent cooperative agreements with all three Northern Triangle countries, the Remain in Mexico program, and, of course, the wall. Those issues alone is what led to an 85% reduction by February of 2020 of illegal border crosser traffic, hands down. And don't forget, his accomplice, Secretary Mayer, early on, bragged about it again and again that that uh, that how many of the trump era policies that he had destroyed in fact one time when he's been interviewed sean he said you know what the list is so long it's too many to mention here on this show i mean so this is what's so infuriating. so for three years as you said Three years, he's been lying to American people as well as accomplice, saying there's not a crisis. And the past few weeks, he's been saying it's a crisis so that now, now he can blame the Republicans because supposedly, Sean, they didn't buy off on this Senate bill that was not a serious border security bill. It was a windfall. It was a gift to NGO and sanctuary cities. Let's not forget the lie. HR 2, the House passed HR 2, the strongest border security piece of legislation that's ever been passed in our lifetime. It it actually laid out the policy pathway to secure the border. It goes over to the Senate side. Democratic uh, 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 Schumer, he let that sit. He didn't put it on the floor for a vote. He didn't allow for public discussion and debate. He refused to allow any amendments. Instead, he scratched that, and they redrafted this nonsense that the Senate put out there. Yet they're trying to say that the Republicans want this issue for uh, election. It's a lie.
0: Well, they're trying to leverage the border security issue with a very weak border bill. You're right. H.R. 2 is a real border security bill. The Senate bill was a joke. All right. Quick break. More with Sarah Carter and Mark Morgan on the border. As we continue, we are at the border with President Trump tonight on Hannity 9 Eastern. All right, we continue now with Sarah Carter and Mark Morgan. We're on the border. We're in Texas. President Trump on for the full hour tonight on Hannity. You know, as as you heard the list, Mark Morgan, that, that Sarah mentioned of these countries, I'll add a few, Iran, Syria, Egypt, Afghanistan, China, and Russia. Why are people from those parts of the world, not in the case of Egypt maybe, but some of our top geopolitical foes, why are they sending all these people to the border? Why would people make that long trek from China, Russia, Iran? Why would they be coming to a southern border? Is it that they want a better life for themselves and their families, like maybe some people in Latin America do? Uh, or is it more likely that there are spies among them, more likely that there are people that have terrorist intentions coming from some of these countries um, i'd be more suspicious it's the latter that some of them have those nefarious uh ideas
2: yeah sir i don't know if you want to jump in on Sarah
0: Sarah, you want to weigh in
6: i'll weigh in on that I thought it was going to mark i will weigh in on that I think this is i do <laughs> I think this is so important because look uh what you brought up, Sean, is something that the u s intelligence community has been. Uh, talking about and assessing, whether it's white papers, Mark knows about this, or looking at real gameplay. I mean, for a long time, when I was in the war zone in Afghanistan and Iraq, Al Qaeda, as well as Islamic State and other radical groups were eyeing the U.S.-Mexico border. That was evident from videos that leaked, from documentation that was picked apart by U.S. intelligence after we killed Osama bin Laden and were able to catch that um, huge trove of documentation. Let's go to our adversaries, like China, Russia, They look at the border as an open sieve. They have utilized it before. They are utilizing it now. Iran has done that with Hezbollah. We have seen other groups, um, and I think we have also seen that through like Project Cassandra, which the Department of Justice was on with Derek Maltz, who's been on your show before, how they were using the border and moving brown-bagging money back and forth and sending it to terrorist organizations overseas. And if you're talking about spies, what a better way. You can't get out of China just to fly out. China runs on a credit system. President Xi Jinping and his entire government operates on a credit system. So you're not just going to go to Beijing and buy a ticket and fly out of China to Mexico City. You have to be allowed out. So the Chinese government knows very well what is happening, and they're infiltrating those groups with Chinese spies. Absolutely, no doubt. It's absolutely unbelievable. It's something that is so shocking that I think is the reason why Mark and I and others like Tom Omen started Border 911 and why that is so important to us. Because we believe that number one priority has to be the United States of America. And you said it, Sean, yourself. President Trump did it with executive orders. President Biden rescinded all those executive orders. So he absolutely knew what he was doing. This administration wanted to flood our country with people they wanted to and now they're not going to be held accountable god help us if something happens because it will well
0: let me give let head. me give the last word to mark morgan i assume you agree with the admonition and warning of sarah
2: yeah, absolutely sean look to your point you're spot on Here, here's the argument it's just like those on the left want, and open border advocates, want to pretend to wide American people that everybody coming across are good, upstanding citizens just looking for a better life. That's not true. There, there, there are people coming across are good, but there are people that come across as bad. So the same things apply. 20,000 Chinese nationals in the past four months, hey, some of them may be good, but Sean. History will show that that's not true, that they're not all good. There are going to be some that are in there with nefarious uh, intent. It's the same thing with national security threats. We have individuals coming from countries that we know sponsor, harbor, and facilitate terrorism. To think that they're all good upstanding uh, people, we're living in a dream world. The issue is, it's not if or when the threat comes here, Sean. The issue is, the threat's that's, here. It's
0: that's so chilling. We really appreciate your insight. You guys have been amazing in terms of trying to warn this country about the dangers of this. Uh, we got a great show tonight on TV with President Trump. Uh, Biden wasting his time here today, frankly. It was just a a political, frankly, a cynical political move on his part. If he cared about the borders, he wouldn't be lying to us for three years. Sarah Carter, Mark Morgan, thank you both. We appreciate your hard work. Uh, Again, President Trump will be at Shelby Park Eagles Pass in Texas tonight, uh, talking about the border and other issues When we come back, my interview with Jim Jordan, James Comer and Jason Smith, uh, as it relates to Hunter's testimony before Congress yesterday. Uh, Very interesting. As we continue from the border, we're in Texas. President Trump for the full hour tonight. Hey, Sean Hannity here. Will you join me in fighting the epic battle of the millennium? Do you realize since the overturning of Roe v. Wade, abortion states now have seen a huge increase in patients. Now, sadly, babies' lives are more at risk than ever. And that's why Preborn has stepped in. And they use the science of 4D ultrasound to introduce expecting moms to their precious babies. And this science works. When a mom is in crisis and hears that baby's heartbeat or sees him or her on an ultrasound, guess what? They're more than twice as likely to choose life. Now, five ultrasounds are just 140 bucks. That would help perhaps rescue five babies' lives. If you donate now, just donate securely. You can do it by dialing pound 250 on your cell, saying the keyword baby, pound 250, keyword baby, or go to their website, preborn.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N, preborn.com slash Sean. You will never regret helping this organization. Unlike Planned Parenthood, they don't get a penny from the federal government. They rely on your generosity.
1: You'll
0: hear what everyone really thinks in D.C. This is the Sean Hannity Show. All right, 25 to the top of the hour. Here's our toll free number. It's 800 941 Sean if you want to be a part of the program. So, yesterday, the hearing with uh, Zero Experience Hunter, we're going to get to that in a second, and the reaction from the people in the room Jim Jordan, James Comer, uh, also Jason Smith, the head of the three important committees investigating. the biden family syndicate we'll get to that uh god forbid you're out on the road and your car breaks down and you got your kids with you what are you going to do and then when you get that expensive car repair how are you going to pay it uh in these tough economic times of joe biden it's not going to be easy uh it's going to be hard as a matter of fact anyway that's what car shield's all about you'll get the peace of mind i have the first thing is is they offer free roadside assistance with every plan that they have but it doesn't matter if your car breaks down okay you're going to be really frustrated at least you'll have their protection there but you'll also be prote- protected financially have you looked at the cost of repairing your car lately have you looked at the hourly cost of a great mechanic lately anywhere car shield has helped millions of drivers from having to pay these backbreaking car repair costs and bailed them out when they're on the road in god knows where and when you have a breakdown now, your plan can pay for all the expensive repairs uh, on your out-of-warranty car, your truck, your SUV, whether your car has 5,000 miles or 150,000 miles on it, uh, and all of CarShield's low monthly rates. They never go up. Once you get a rate, never goes up as long as you own that car. And with the plan through CarShield, you get protection on over 5,000 major parts systems. With just a phone call, call them now, 800-587-5060. And I'm talking about big money items like your engine, if it seizes up, or your transmission, or the electronics, so expensive to fix. Anyway, CarShield, they want to help keep you moving forward and not worry about major expensive breakdowns and repairs. And anyway, call them now, 800-587-5060. You can check them out on the web, carshield.com slash Hannity. That's carshield.com slash Hannity and you can protect yourself from the unprecedented rise in parts and repairs and be safer on the road. Anyway, by going to their website, mentioning my name, you'll save 20%. Call now, 800-587-5060. On the web, it's carshield.com slash Hannity. That's carshield.com slash Hannity, or 800-587-5060. All right, so the hearings take place with Zero Experience Hunter, and it took place before the House Oversight and Accountability Committee, that's James Comer's committee, and the Judiciary Committee, that's Jim Jordan's committee, and Ways and Means Committee chair. Of course, we know Jason Smith has been involved in all these issues following the money. Um, And I had them on in their first interview to react to Hunter's testimony, and here's how that interview went on. James Comer, let's start with you. Let's get your general impressions of the day. Well, I thought it was a very
5: good deposition for us. Uh, We were able to confirm a lot of the wrongdoings uh, through Hunter Biden's testimony. Uh, There are many financial crimes that we believe have committed that were committed by the Biden family. Uh, Hunter was asked about specific transactions with specific LLCs that many of whom that I've uh, referred to as shell companies. Uh, We got his answer. On the record, Uh, we're going to go back and and, uh, verify many of those things. But what we also learned today, Sean, was that a lot of what Hunter said was contradictory to what three of at least three of his former associates said. So I think the next phase now is to bring Hunter in for a public hearing and, and hear from the other Biden associates. And let's determine. Then who the American people think are telling the truth, because we've got the bank records. Bank records don't lie. We know the Bidens have taken in tens of millions of dollars from our adversaries around the world. And we still don't know after all these depositions, after all the hours of testimony from the Biden family, exactly what the Biden family did to earn the 30 million dollars from our enemies around the world.
0: Well, I think, Jim Jordan, that's that's a key part of the question here. Now, Hunter on his own laptop, yeah. that was very real, implicates his father. Half his income goes to Pops. What account should I pay for dad's home repairs? 10% for the big guy. Then, of course, we have Devin Archer. Not one, but 20 phone calls he testified to that Joe called in on with foreign business partners. Then meeting Elena Batarina and others at the Cafe Milano, uh, the Russian oligarch, foreign business partner. That seems to implicate the father in a major way. uh, And a big part of the testimony from what I read and and heard in my sources had to do with the fact that he just wanted to protect his dad under all circumstances here, in spite of what would be a lot of evidence to the contrary.
3: Yeah, I mean, Sean, the rules, uh, the House rules prohibit us in a deposition format from talking about specifics of that deposition until the transcript is released. But as Chairman Comer said, there were lots of things said today that evidence we've already got and witnesses we've already talked to contradict what Hunter Biden said. So we, we but I do think the the maybe the best takeaway is we got a lot of good information, I think, would be a good roadmap for when, in fact, we do have a public hearing. But you're right. We already knew that it was phone calls. It was lunches. It was dinners. It was rounds of golf. From the same White House who said he had no involvement whatsoever with his business and any of his business associates, but he engaged in all those activities. And we knew that from previous witnesses that we've had a chance to
0: depose. And Jason Smith, he's basically basically saying that all his business partners lied and he's the one telling the truth. Uh, But then I go back to what Congressman Comer just said. When you look at the bank records, when you look at what you've identified, what you've said on this program and James Comer has said, uh, identifying 10 Biden family members that got paid. OK, uh, well, what did they actually do? What services were rendered for the, this massive amount of money of millions and millions of dollars? Did you ascertain that? Did you ascertain what Hunter did, how he was capable of doing it, con- considering he mentioned many times today his addiction? Can you tell
4: us what is gr- the grandchildren that got paid, what they did for the money they got? Sean Hunter came up with numerous excuses. He first started out his opening statement, as you said earlier, that his father was not involved in his business dealings. Well, guess what? His business associates have testified differently. The two IRS whistleblowers that came before the Ways and Means Committee, their evidence proves differently. In fact, Sean, 327 different emails proved differently. That was between Joe Biden, Hunter Biden, and his business associates. Joe Biden was not just involved, he was a participant in these activities. All right. Let me let me I beg your indulgence,
0: James Comer, for a second. Bear with me, because as hunter talked about uh, MAGA motivated conspiracy theories and how he's been hunted in a partisan political pursuit of his dad and and that you've been dealing in innuendo, distortion, sensationalism. Let me ask you about the case that I think most Americans know the most about. And that would be the case of Burisma, uh, the oil and gas giant out of Ukraine. Is it is was John Solomon's reporting correct that in October, October of twenty fifteen, interagency decision came down in the Obama administration that they would that that enough progress had been made regarding corruption in Ukraine that warranted a billion dollars in loan guarantees. Is that true in October of twenty fifteen? I believe that was from an email from the John Kerry State Department, yes. Okay, next question. In December of that same year, 2015, have you confirmed and corroborated that a phone call took place with Joe Biden and Hunter when he was in Dubai with Burisma executives five days before Joe went to Ukraine? I believe Devin Archer testified that, yes. Let me ask the next question because I think this is the key question. Okay. When Joe went there, didn't he brag before the Council on Foreign Relations that, in fact, he withheld? He said, you're not getting the billion unless you fire the prosecutor, uh, that Barisma was so concerned about when they wanted DC help. Uh, and that's when he leveraged the billion. And they gave him six hours, and son of a bee, that guy got fired. As a result of that firing, did Hunter continue to get paid uh, by Barisma Holdings uh, for work that he had no background or expertise in at a time where he focused a lot uh, today on, at a time that he admits he was addicted to hard drugs? Is that That's all true? That's exactly right. That's all true. How many shell corporations have you identified and have you noticed any other legitimate business activity in any of those accounts?
5: And Sean, I haven't found a, a, an LLC yet uh, other than his OWASCO, which he said was his professional account, which he charged all of the other LLCs legal fees for. Uh, he was a lawyer. I don't know what legal fees he, he performed, but all th- th- at least 20 of those LLCs don't appear to have any assets. They didn't have any website. They didn't have you know the, 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 uh, an office. They didn't produce a good. They didn't produce a service. Uh, they, they weren't involved in any type of manufacturing. They weren't licensed to be any type of lobbyist or consultant. So it it appears that 20 of those LLCs were, in fact, shell companies. A shell company, by definition, is a company with no assets, or no known purpose. Now, some of the companies he tries to claim uh, throughout uh, the course of this investigation were investment companies, but we released a, an email from a bank examiner that looked into one of these so-called investment companies and said, in, in an email from one bank examiner to another, this appears to be an investment company with no investments. I think that email pretty much sums up mm-hmm. everything that that I've been able to uh, learn from
0: all of these uh, different yeah, LLCs well, that the Bidens had. Jim Jordan, let me go to the other oil and gas giant, this one out of China. Again, Hunter, no experience. Hunter claims the WhatsApp message that was written when he was either high or or drunk. uh, He claims now that in spite of what he wrote, his father was not there. First of all, uh, for somebody that was high or drunk, I'd say that was a pretty articulate message that was sent and pretty sophisticated on on some levels, but he sent it. Is it true or not true that days after that exchange, that million of dollars was sent to one of the biden family uh bank accounts is that true jim jordan
3: yes that's true uh that's exactly accurate sean okay and And explain what that means in the spring of that yeah yeah, in the spring in the spring of that year you had eight chinese executives show up at the four seasons with hunter biden and his business partners this is according to testimony from uh, uh rob walker And while they're at this lunch to close the deal, in comes Joe Biden for a drop by a drop in. And he does a short speech to the group and then leaves. And then the deal gets sealed. Then the agreement gets finalized. And a few weeks later, Hunter Biden gets three million dollars from this Chinese energy company. And then later that summer, the very thing you just talked about with the WhatsApp message is when the five million dollars comes into Hunter Biden.
0: Okay, Jason Smith, in any of these business dealings where we're talking about tens of millions of dollars, um, can you Hunter claimed, I guess, his background on a U.N. board, on an Amtrak board, his background as an attorney. But then again, when convenient, he seems to claim, you know, that he was addicted at the time. Uh, Jason Smith, is there any services that you've identified that he offered any of these companies for the massive
4: amounts of money that they're talking about here? The only services that he offered to all of these companies was access to the brand. And the brand is Joe Biden, his father. They sold access all over the world. The Chinese, Ukraine, Romania, you could name the countries in millions of dollars, knowing that this is how you get to his father is through him.
0: Last question. Uh, I'll ask Congressman Colmer and Congressman Jim Jordan. Um, A lot of people felt that Hunter got special consideration when you sent a second subpoena. Uh, I understand that this this deposition was not videotaped today. And you agreed to only three hours of the deposition on the Republican side. Um, What would you say? Was that consideration given to Peter Navarro or Steve Bannon that are both facing jail terms for contempt of Congress? James Comer.
5: Well, I think that uh, we got a lot of questions in. You know, the, the I think the deposition lasted longer than that. Jim may have a better idea. I don't know what the final count was, but the Democrats didn't use their full hour. The way the depositions work, we get an hour, then they get an hour. Uh, we took the full First hour. They took about 20 minutes the second hour. We took another full hour. They didn't take but maybe 15 minutes the second hour. And then we went uh, way past the third hour. So uh, I feel like we got a lot of questions in, but I'll yield to Jim Jordan and let him answer that. Jim?
3: No, no, stop. Yeah, I I think we had a a good deposition today. As we said before, I think we got a roadmap for if, if in fact, we have a public hearing uh, at some later point. And, uh, you know, we, we got these contradictory statements from Hunter Biden to all the witnesses and evidence we've gathered thus far. So we're going to continue our impeachment inquiry next week. We have Sally Painter, who was with this Democrat public relations firm that did work for Burisma. And then the week after that, we have a public hearing with Robert Herr on the classified document issue relative to Joe Biden mishandling all those classified documents right. over several decades that he did. According Lashed. to the special counsel's
0: report. Last exit question, on a scale of 1 to 10, how damaging was today's testimony or deposition to Hunter Biden? Jason
4: Smith, you go first. 1 to 10, 10 being the worst. Well, I would say that um, they're pretty good at not recalling many things, so I would say an 8. Okay, James Comer. I'd say an 8.
0: Okay, Jim
4: Jordan. Yes,
3: son. Sean, I think it was very good for us. As I said, I think we got a lot of information that we can use if, in fact, we have a public hearing as uh, Chairman Comer is talking about right. What we
1: saw, I think, was a rather embarrassing spectacle where the Republicans continued to... Uh, belabor completely trivial points. They uh, seem to be obsessively focused on speakerphones and use of speakerphone. I did not know that that was the devil's technology, but apparently it is.
4: What we just witnessed over the last hour was, I think, a deep sea fishing expedition because the Republican case has completely fallen apart over the last several weeks. What we are seeing is is just a complete uh, and, and inappropriate expedition into
2: uh, the president's son. Uh, They've got nothing. That's what we just witnessed for the last hour. That first hour of this much-anticipated testimony was the nail in the coffin to what is a complete bogus and sham impeachment inquiry.
0: All right, when we come back, John Solomon, Greg Jarrett react to Hunter's testimony on Capitol Hill yesterday. As we continue, we're on the border Uh, We'll be with President Trump. It's all on Hannity tonight, 9 Eastern on Fox. Hope you'll join us. You don't want to miss it.